All right, you ready? Yeah. Oh, we're already recording. Shut up and sit down. Okay. Where do we start? Um. Okay, so we'll start off with uh, just a little... Uh, the, your intro about how you forgot to mention our age. Yeah, yeah, so we'll start there. A um, little housekeeping item from last time. That uh, what's the what's the description I had on there for the? I'll just read the description. I said you were thirty and I was eleven. Yeah, sec. Okay. So I had it, my original intro was Justin's thirty, Jack's eleven. Together they're sports nerds. They decided to start a podcast for hockey and baseball. This is that podcast. Well, we omitted from last last yeah. time's episode. I'm twelve now. He's yeah, 30. you're twelve. I'm thirty one. So that was completely wrong for a few days. <laughs> Blew it. <sighs> Seems to be the way things go. Yeah. Especially, um... I see when you start off the podcast just chewing. Yeah. So... Now what? Um, what do you want to talk about, like, what we've done between the past couple Yeah, of that was the next point. Yeah. Uh, oh, not yet. I wanted to, uh, just point out that you have an awful lot in the go. Always. So I wanted to... Wanted to Bring that up. Okay. The little Jack update. Just wanted to say that uh, you're in a baseball full swing now. Yeah, yeah. Oakville, what's the name of your team? Oakville A's? Yeah. You're playing on the AAA team this year? Yeah. What level? You just said it. AAA what, though? Like, oh, like A, you mean A. Yeah. Like minor peewee. Minor peewee. What position are you playing this year? First in Oakville. So that's what you were last year, too? And pitcher. Are you going to pitch, too? Yeah. A lot. A lot? Yeah. How much is a lot? Like, maybe, like, probably, like, if every game I play, like, five innings or so, and then, which is a lot, considering we only, or maybe, like, four innings, considering we only play seven innings, and, and I'll probably play, like, every other game, unless it's, like, a tournament. Okay. But, yeah, um... So we practice the entire year, like um, in winter too, and um, in winter there's there's like seven practices you can go to, one team practice, and every every other one's optional. And then starting, I think it was like March, um, there was more that you had to go to, and now it's like I, it's almost um, May, and our first game is May first, so. Um, we haven't started outdoor practices yet because of the weather. A little chilly. Yeah, um, and it's snowing a lot. But, um, our first uh, outdoor practice is Saturday, and then after that, um, I'm, like, on the field probably like five or four or five, six times a week. That's, that's a lot. When I played baseball and I was a kid, and where I'm from, there was no level. There was just a team (laughs) because that's, there's everybody that could play. We usually practice like twice a week and play one game, maybe two games at yeah, the most. Yeah. So we were usually out at like three to four times a week max. <laughs> Different world, man. Yeah. <laughs> so baseball season is on. You're on the top team in your age group this year, right? Yeah. That's cool. You were on. So you were on triple A team last year, right? There was a, like yeah, a triple A A team, a triple A B team. Like, yeah, there was like two teams. So. 
when we did the tryouts, the AAA team picked like the players first, like the better players. They got to pick their players, and then the AAA B team picked like basically whoever, like whoever the best players were after that. Are you still in tryouts right now, or is that done for baseball? Yeah. Oh, that was like seven months. Ago. Oh, it's already done. Okay, I thought you were. I thought you had to do tryouts again, but that's done. Your no, teams yeah. are set. Yeah, teams that's are cool. set till next year because we practice all through the winter. So it's also kind of like hockey. Like as soon as the season ends, it's like two more weeks, and then you have tryouts again. Got yeah. Next year. Um, I just want to take this moment to point out we got the we, Leafs and Bruins are coming on Game Four. We're recording yeah. this Thursday night, the nineteenth. And just want to point out Elliot Friedman's hair is always wild, and it's like yeah. exceptionally wild tonight. It's like it's just all spiked up. Can't even handle it right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, right. if Jack like spazzes at any given moment. It's because the Leafs probably scored or gave up a goal yeah, or something. Yeah. Just fair warning. So, Game's coming on in a few so, minutes. So if I yell and you're and you like get deaf then it, it's me so you can blame me don't go. leave a dislike <laughs> okay uh in hockey's wrapped up we wrapped up a couple weeks ago um yeah try well i'm still playing like two or three times a week like pre-tryouts and then my goalie training hey this kid does one-on-one goalie training um just he's a, he's a warrior <laughs> and then tryouts are start sunday sunday yeah Tryouts for next season. Yeah. This is, this is crazy. Because it goes all year around. It's crazy. <laughs> so, where you, you're trying, like, you're setting the team for next year in the next couple of weeks? Yeah. Are you trying out for double A or triple yeah, A? Double A. Played, you played for the basically the high A team this year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, put up pretty good numbers. How many shutouts did you have? That, your first three games that, were shutouts or something. First four games were all shutouts. Yeah. Um, shutout stat doesn't matter at all, but I got 14. You had 14 shutouts? Yeah. Are you serious? No. Okay. 1. 1.87 <laughs> goals against average and a 9.59 save percentage. Those are pretty good numbers. <laughs> so you didn't get 14 shutouts or you did? I did. Okay. Because I said, are you serious? And you said no. Oh, I did? Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, okay. yeah, 14 shutouts. That's that's more than most people get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You should make the double A team. Hopefully. I tried to get triple A in your head, but apparently you, had to get a, you didn't get an invite to triple A team? Yeah, so it's kind of dumb because other people on my team did, and then I didn't. That's weird. I was talking to your goalie coach for a minute there when I went to your training yeah. to pick you up the other night. Yeah. He, and, he uh, thought originally he actually thought uh, you were a shooter. Yeah. He's like, um, well, I don't know if he told you this, but he was like, he kind of looked around weird, and and then he whispered um, to the other, to the shooter on the ice. And he was like, he was like, are are you? Is he a shooter? <laughs> um, um, and then um, and then he came over to me and I'm like, do you know him? And I was like, yeah, he's um, yeah, he's here to pick me up. When he, I was talking to him for a minute though, and he said, uh, "Jack, he's talking about like how you, you know, you had like uh, you were driven and stuff like that." And you were, he was like, "You'll be at least double A next year," <laughs> and he's like, "He should be at least double A." And I said, "Well, yeah, I, I got triple A in his head, and I don't know if that was uh, that was smart of me or not because um, your mom was trying to downplay that apparently, and then yeah. I was I was 
I had no knowledge of this, and I was like, oh, yeah, you're going AAA. And then I caught it. I think it was okay, but yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, um, it, it was cool that he said that, though, because I was like, oh, I thought the same thing. Like, yeah. you should be at least double A. Like, cause you were like, if you actually had 14 shutouts, you shouldn't be in single A. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that the double A goalies wouldn't yeah. get 14 shutouts in single A. The funny thing is, is because um, I haven't actually told you this, but. The um, AAA team right now is run by, like, a committee because their coach last year, they just found out a couple of weeks ago that he had a criminal record. Um, That's awkward. Yeah. I don't want to tell you what because it's kind of inappropriate, but... Okay. Um, we'll talk about that offline. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, he's actually not allowed to coach. Um, so, right now, it's run by, like, a... Like by um people that like not by um Oakville, but um they actually so my goalie coach his friend is actually going to coach so nobody else knows like probably me and like only like two other people probably know um but he's coaching next this coming year so we actually do have a coach but the tryouts are run aren't run by him because they haven't told everybody yet so okay cool um all right yeah so you're you're high level athlete hockey and baseball just i never told we didn't tell people that before so i thought that was important to get that in there yeah. lots on the go um yeah so since the last podcast the one part that we always want to do before we get going is uh what we've done in between when we're not yeah. doing podcasts, we, we hang out pretty well every week. And what were we doing in between? Yeah. And, so, yeah. Um, the only thing is, is one thing we actually forgot to mention is not between this week and the last podcast, but between last podcast um, and a couple of weeks ago, we did um, a fantasy or a baseball fantasy draft. Yeah, we mentioned on the last podcast that we did an escape room for your birthday. Well, yeah. before we did the escape room that yeah. same day, we did a fantasy yeah. baseball draft. Yeah. Your first fantasy experience, yeah. I believe, right? Yeah. You didn't know how to do it or anything. Yeah, so. no. I got good on with the mock. And now you're you're very much obsessed with it, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm addicted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know, what do you like about your team? You've been making moves? you adding and dropping guys still? And not as much. No. Yeah. You got Mike Trout in the first round of the draft. Yeah, Mike. Tr- I have. I'd say my three best players are probably Mike Trout, Kenley Jansen. And He's having a tough start. I heard. Um, Kenley Jansen. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Their um, their manager says something, but he he doesn't look right or something. Hmm. Anyway. I'd say Mike Trout, Kenley Jansen, and either Buster Posey, Adrian Beltre, Aaron Judge. Corey Kluber, Luis Severino, Garrett Cole. Yeah, I have a lot of good players. My best players on the DL. Yeah. I got Madison Bumgarner, um, Josh Donaldson, and Kristen Yelich isn't on the DL anymore, but he was. So those are probably my best players. Um, I got a, I got some pretty good pitchers. I got Scherzer, Syndergaard, Otani, Arietta, hmm. Kimbrel, Ozuna. Miller, Batances. Yeah, he has a really good bullpen. My bullpen is, yeah. is pretty trout. Like, my best player is Kenley Jansen in the bullpen. And then I have David Price, which is, for me, 
on here as a starter, but it would also count relief. So pitching. So yeah, he's guess, a valuable guy because he yeah. can go in either slot. So yeah, uh, starting so he, pitcher he'll, he'll pitch a good amount. And then, but other than that, I have like Brad, Brad Brock, Will Harris. I have Zach Britton on the DL, which he's actually good, but he's on a sixty-day DL, which is not very good. Um, and then, yeah, but like my bullpen is really bad. So, and his bullpen, your bullpen's amazing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Better respect. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So besides the uh, yeah, we did that before the last podcast. What we've been doing since we uh, yeah, we've um, kind of come out of nowhere. Ticket Leafs tickets became yeah. available. Leafs a couple days. Habs. I think it was the next day actually after we did the podcast. Um, last yeah, game of the yeah. season for the Leafs and the Habs. Yeah. And well, Leafs are in playoffs right now. Is coming on the ice. Yeah, that was a that was a it was a good game though. Yeah. For yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Kind of whiffed on the puck. Right? Yeah, that that was uh, Carey Price at the end there. That was kind of the biggest moment of the game. Was yeah, pretty much describes um, Montreal season perfectly. But um, it did. It was like a it was a masterpiece. Like yeah. the cherry on top of the season, just whiffing on the puck and letting letting the empty netter in right at the end. Yeah. So that's pretty much all what we've been doing since. Well, no. What else? Never. So the other thing we did since we last met. Um, was the bowling? Um, there was a fundraiser. Wasn't yeah, it? It's called Bowl for Kids' Sake yeah, through Bowl. Big Brothers Big Sisters. And it was a fundraiser, right? Yeah, they yeah. do all kinds of these. It's kind of one of their biggest fundraisers. So they had one in Oakville a little while ago. Yeah. This one was in Burlington. I think it was their last one of the year. So they put out an email saying uh, we have eight slots for bigs and littles to come and bowl. Yeah. For free, and uh, I signed up, and we we got in to bowl for free. So. Yeah. That was the other thing that we did since the since the last podcast. And then also, um, about the Leafs game, the way we got to go is Jeff Powell. Yeah, shout out Jeff Powell. Yeah. Um, Coming he, in clutch. Yeah, um, for the boys. Um, <laughs> gave us, tick, um, gave Big Brothers Big Sisters tickets, and we got them, so that's actually how we got to the Leafs. Um, and we told him we were going to give him a shout out and we're 15 minutes into this thing and we almost forgot. So yeah. thank you for that. I, I was going to forget. Thank you, Jeff Powell. Jeff Powell, what a beauty. Okay. What else? Um, That's probably it. So Let's we, get into, uh, uh, yeah. This week's topics. Um, So. Jays. Yeah. So f- first off, so first off, we're going to talk about the Jays. Hot start. Um. Twelve and five, like right now you. Is that the record? Yeah, they're twelve and five, and at the beginning of the se- um, at the beginning of the season, you would almost think that the record should be the opposite of what it is now. There weren't high hopes. Like, and even before, like, st- like even before they started off the season with a bad note, like they started off the season going zero and two and having two straight blowout games, but. Like, even before that, they had no chance, and then two games in, they're like, okay, yeah, we're definitely screwed. And then, like, 17 or 15 or whatever games later, they're second in the AL East. Like, 12 and 5. It's crazy. They should be in first, but Boston's so good. Yeah, because they got J.D. Martinez. In almost any other division, they'd be in first, which is the story of of our lives as as Jays fans. Like, the the Yankees and. Uh, I don't know the right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you were trying to sing there. I was a song. Okay. okay. Uh, clearly, it was a song. Yeah. 
Yeah, the the, the, been... the the Red Sox and the Yankees are always good. The Yankees are five hundred right now, which yeah. is, but they've only played ten games, which um they're five and five. So, what are your other observations on the season? Um, well, see, seventeen games in, like there's been some guys that like weren't really supposed to do what they've done so far, like like who Curtis Granderson, like. People almost think he's on steroids. He has exceeded expectations. Like last year, like he, I know he used to be like a really good player, but last year he only hit two twelve, and then this year, whatever he's batting, he's been like he. he he's over three hundred right now. Yeah. That won't he won't stay that way. I don't no, can't imagine. He, but I if I think he could easily hit two sixty this year, which would be amazing. But like he hit two twelve last year, and he and he led off. He was the leadoff hitter for the Jays last night. Yeah. Like, talk about some guys coming in clutch. Because if you're going to be, like, if you're going to make the postseason, you're going to have, you're going to need those type of players that, like, um, exceed your manager's expectations. Like, Curtis Granderson, Grichik has been kind of a disappointment, but he's been decent in the past couple games. Just want to point out Boston just scored. How do you feel about that? What? Where are we at here? We're thirty seconds into the game. Twenty-eight seconds into the game. One nothing Boston. It's okay, man. They're gonna to put Toronto into the mis- misery soon. No, they're gonna. No, win. okay. Um, Sorry, Grichuk. Yeah, Grichuk. He's been a little bit of a disappointment, but he he's been decent in the past couple games. But Maley. Has been Luke Maley, like, man, he's been good. Yeah, um, Yummy Garcia has actually been really good. Like, he could by the end of the season, if he keeps keeps up this pace, he could be like a number three starter or even a number two starter if Sanchez get hurt. If Sanchez gets hurt, yeah, very good, very good uh, fifth starter right now. Yeah, like. Yeah. Martin Russell Martin has actually started the year off pretty good. Like he's he's been some, cold lately. I think his he, uh, he, his average is under two hundred right now. Yeah, but like he hasn't really hit for average in the first couple of games. But like the clutch factor where he's hit some good bombs where it's like it's tied two two. There's like two men on base, and Russell Martin comes up hits a three run home run or something, and it's like five two. The game's over pretty much. So, he hasn't really hit for average, but, like, he, he's coming when you need to come in. So, there, yeah. that, and that's, like, what it, and that's a big part of um how a team wins games is those not really big players coming in clutch. Something, I was at the game yesterday, Wednesday afternoon game. They're playing Kansas City. They won 15-5. Yeah. <laughs> and Kansas City, by the, the way, has been pretty bad. Yeah, they're the not first. a very good team, but. So I don't know if that's necessarily an indication of how good Toronto is going to be yeah, because no. they're playing a really bad team. Yeah. But what I loved about the game yesterday was small ball. Hmm. Too yeah. often the Jays rely on home runs, and it was so they hit home runs yesterday. But it was so refreshing that they could actually drive guys in with singles and doubles. And yeah, that's the thing they have a problem. They've had problems with in the past is um, getting hits um, in a row, like. It's infuriating. Okay, maybe they get one home run in an inning, but they they can't get two hits an entire like they couldn't get two hits in an inning like they couldn't 
get a single and then get another single, it'd be they're like one and done type of team. Yeah, so many games or so many innings, just inning by inning in past yeah. seasons, you'd get a guy, uh, first guy up, single, next guy up, double, yeah. and they strikeout, out, strikeout, strikeout. Yeah, and they go and they go into like they get a lot of double plays. Like it's like this, they start off the inning with like a single. Like great, now it's you have none out. Like let's drive him in. It should be pretty simple. Then it's like strikeout. Okay, we we're gonna need at least a base hit now. And then like somebody comes up, gets a double. Like they get a double play. It like just knocks the life out of their team. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. What other? What else? I love T. Oscar Hernandez though. Like man, like, he shouldn't have been sent down. No, he. And you said that Gibbons said um, he should stay. He shouldn't go back down. He said today that he's done enough. Like he, the, the, I think the word that the phrase he used was, "They're a better team with him in the lineup." Yeah, that's very true. Like he, he, I said this in the car to um, you um, that in when T. Oscar Hernandez hits his prime. I think he could be a Walmart version, which means like same type of player, but maybe not as just good. Just not quite as good. Not like eighty percent of that player. Yeah, eighty percent of that player of George Springer, which I think is pretty accurate. They probably have like the same amount of playing. They have probably have like same equal like playing um, style. What's interesting about that comparison is that. Teoscar Hernandez came from the Astros. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say yeah. that he used to be on the Astros. Now, the Astros have like so they have such a good future and they're um isn't it Kyle Tucker that they have in the outfield that's I don't know. Okay, yeah. I, I don't I think don't his know name's Kyle Tucker and is, he's like a really bright future. They have Tony Kemp at second base. Yeah, they already have Carl Tuve played second. Yeah, that that's the thing, is they see that's the thing I find with every team is they have like have like one star player, and then they have like a really bright future player at the same position. Like for example, the Jays. Like I'll just start talking about them. They have Josh Donaldson at third base, and they have Vladimir Guerrero Jr. also at third base. Yeah. But like probably the best hitting, probably the best hitter in the minor leagues right now. Well, him and Bo Bichette. Yeah, him. Yeah. They're probably the two very two best like hitters, and they're on the exact same. Team. Uh, Bo Bichette's a. Uh... I think he's a middle infielder, second yeah, base short and short. Stop. Yeah. By the way, they've had they've started the season off so hot. Red hot in double A. In double A, but it isn't like Bobachet sitting way over three hundred, and then Vladdy's like just a little behind him, but like really. Vladdy's younger. I think Vladdy's yeah. only nineteen. Vladdy's nineteen and Bobachet's twenty, and talking about Tiasco Hernandez being like a Walmart version of um, George Springer, I think. If you look at it, Vladdy Guerrero Jr. could probably be somewhat close of a player to, like, I want to say, well, mm, what's a good rating third baseman? Like, Josh Donaldson. Yeah, like, he is kind of like Josh Donaldson. He could step in and by, like, 22 or 23 be at a Josh Donaldson level. I think Vladdy can be better than Josh Donaldson. Yeah, very possible. Like, his dad was better than Josh Donaldson. Oh, he was a legend. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, I think he could almost be like a Chris Bryant, maybe. 
I mean, Chris Bryant's kind of like a balanced player almost. Um, it's been a while now, but a couple of years ago, somebody said that he was the best hitting player they'd ever seen for his age. He's like 17 years old. as they'd never seen in their Chris. life a scout, I'm assuming. I forget who it was now, so this is cheap, but somebody said, and it was in a, in a report somewhere, that Vladdy was the best hitting 17-year-old they'd ever seen in their entire life. Huh. Yeah, I watched a video like a couple of weeks ago was of him as a 16-year-old, like hitting bombs at Air Canada Center because they drafted him then. Or Air Canada Center. Roger Center? Roger Center. I think like Vladdy could almost be like Nolan Arenado, to be honest. Like he's... Yeah. Yeah, and then Bobochette could easily be... I mean... There's not, like, if you think about it, there's not really a lot of good-hitting shortstops in the game right now. Like, I'd say the only really good-hitting shortstop that comes to mind is probably Corey Seager. And, like, Manny Machado's decent, but he's more of a fielder. Bobochette is probably more of a hitter. Like, has a really good average. So, kind of like Carlos Correa, to be honest. Yeah. Back on the, uh, the here and now for the Jays. Yeah. Teoscar Hernandez, I think, has played his way onto this team. They can't send him back to AAA. No, 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 no. So the question today is, what do they do when Donaldson comes back? Because the, the, are they going to go with a five-man outfield plus Kendris Morales, who can't play a position? Are they going to go? Because right now they have got... I really do think they should buy out... I said this last video, too, that they really should buy out Morales because, like, he, he's not good. And I actually think... I said this in the very first podcast is maybe not beginning a season. It might be a little too early to do this, but definitely the second half of the year, call up Vladdy, call up Bo Bichette if they're having a good year. Like, if they're, if they're hitting, like, 350 halfway through um, the season, bring them up to AAA, give them, like, 10 games in AAA. If they are, like, doing really good and you're, like, either, like, kind of tanking or you're, like... Doesn't look like the Jays are going to yeah, tank at this no. point. Yeah, but like, if I I would call them up at the, like the last time and like, like maybe sit. You're not like your better players, and like I just bring up all those guys. Like I, and I want Teoscar Hernandez to play center. Like at this point, I don't. He's not going to play center. Pilar's in center. I'm not done. At this point, you could pretty much. Like Granderson's getting old, but he's doing actually good. So you could, you might actually be able to get some value. Not a lot, but you could get something for him. So what I think you can do is actually, you know, you put Teoscar Hernandez in right, put Pilar in center, but get rid of Granderson. Try and trade him for like whatever you can. Oh, here we go. This is two on one for the Leafs. Oh, and it's stopped by Tukarask. Anyways. Let's get back to what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, like, um, try to trade Granison for maybe another outfielder, but more of like a utility man, kind of like Solarte, who you said is your favorite player on the Jays right now. Yeah, I got a lot. I got a lot to say on that. Not a lot to say, but okay. Go anyway, on. no, uh, finish your thought. But we're trying to focus on the here and now, Jays. But you're 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 stuck in the future. Yeah, so, I, okay, I'm just finish I'm just, your thought. I'm just too excited for it. I know. <laughs> yeah, I can I, tell. Like. Like I'm, I, I can't like imagine like how good Vladdy and Bobochet, never mind like Richard Urena, you, you don't know who Anthony this is. Alford. Anth- yeah, Anthony Alford. If they're like they're gonna have such a good like they probably have the best AAA outfield in 
the entire like system. Mm. Like Alfred, a lot of people forget about Pompey. And then, yeah, he's been around forever, but he's still young, and he's just been hurt. He's 23 years old right now, but I don't know. He, I think he's a little older than that. No, he's 20. He might be 25, actually. I think he's 25. Anyway, uh, what else? Yeah, um, if somebody else in the outfield, like their outfield is ridiculously stacked in AAA. Yeah, their future is so good. Dalton Pompey's 25. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of potential there, and yeah, for the first time in as long as I can remember, the Jays have prospects. Yeah, yeah. The, the the only player on their roster right now that was brought up through their system, well, Teoscar Hernandez looks like he's going to be there, but he was brought up by the Astros system they traded for him. Is uh, Kevin Pillar? Yeah. Russell Martin, they got from. He's a, he was a sign. He's, they signed, signed but him. He used to be on Pittsburgh. That's a position player, I meant, because they got Stroman and Sanchez that brought up through the system, yeah. too. But Donaldson, um, Donaldson was a trade. Was part of a blockbuster deal. Yeah. Um, Probably the worst trade in MLB history. Yeah. Which kind of. For up- the Athletics, the best trade for the yeah. MLB history. Which kind days. of upsets me because, like, obviously not now because now they have such a bright future but it kind of upset me like a couple years ago like is this really the only way we're going to get good players is by trying to fool other teams and like Anthony Alex Anthopoulos is awfully good at it yeah uh, he traded Vernon Wells that might be before your time but they traded <laughs> Noah Syndergaard for all okay that was, a, that, was a, that was a bad one that was a bad one but yeah you didn't know that until I told you though um I no really... that's a scores woo Oh my goodness! Let's go. Plecky getting his first. Is that his first as a leaf? That is. Cool. Okay, so I, I wanted to touch on a couple of things. We're we're done with the with the future of the Jays. It's <laughs> yeah. well established they got a good future. Yeah. A couple of things about now. Um, what do you do with that outfield? So right now they have outfielders. They they have five outfielders, and I feel like you shouldn't have a five man outfield. But no. right now they got Hernandez. Like, to be honest, Pierce. Uh, Pilar, Gritchock, yeah. and Granderson. To be honest, I think they gotta um, like boost up their pitching staff. Definitely need, in my opinion. I know you're saying that they really already have an ace, but to be like they kind of actually have two aces if you think about it. Yet both of their aces are kind of eh because Stroman is an ace yet is extremely inconsistent. Yet Sanchez is also an ace. Which he, he isn't inconsistent, but he's never healthy. Aaron Sanchez had a disaster of a year last year. Yeah, he injury. had nine starts, which is... Um, I just want to look up. I think he was in the running for the Cy Young two years ago. and <laughs> I, I thought he was going to win it. He didn't, <laughs> but like I see him as a high-end yeah. ace. I, I really think, do, if he's healthy. Yeah, I think... like. By you, the way, two years ago, two seasons ago, he was seventh in Cy Young voting. Uh, that's good. That's yeah. really good. I think, though, if you, like, try and go out and get, like, a U Darvish type of guy, I know he signed with the Cubs, and their Cubs are, like, they're pitching. They signed Jose Quintana and U Darvish, and that's, like, just lethal. Like, they all, U Darvish choked in the playoffs, though. Yeah, but, like, they sign a guy like that, like, they're going to be so good, and then... You're, like, on, you're on the future again, man. <laughs> oh, but, like, okay, that's not my point. Like, okay. I think like at this point they they should they need to do something about the five man outfield because they can't have Pilar, Hernandez, Gr- Grichik, um, Pierce, and Granders. Did I 
Yeah. I think you said Granderson, but I, I established the five. It's yeah. Pierce, Granderson, Grichik, Pilar, and Hernandez. Right. Yeah. Like, I think the two um, least valuable outfielders there are probably Steven Pierce. Yeah. And see, to me, Granderson is the other one. Grand. See, this is where where it comes in tough. Is Granderson is like he's not known like as the better like Grichik was supposed to be the better player, but the way it's played out this year, like Granderson's a hundred percent the better player. But I trade Granderson because you get a little more value, so I trade him. Granderson, yeah, he's old though, man. Yeah, like, he, he'd be good for a team. This is why I think the Jays should keep him. First of all, apparently he's a he's awesome. Like he's a super good dude. So um, yeah, he is, like, and, like keeps things light, and he's a veteran. He's been there before. You know, he's like that. That's valuable to an yeah. extent. Um, but he, if you're gonna trade him, you're gonna trade him to a team that's gonna make a run, and he's a bench player. But I think he can do that with the Jays. Yeah, see, that's why I think he should be the guy coming off the bench for the Jays. I could agree, but. I say you got to trade Steve Pierce. Yeah, I, 100%. I was just going to say that. Him and one of their, I say Tulo. Like, you're not going to get anything. Tulo's not getting traded. But, like. He makes way too much money and does way too little. Nobody wants him. Buy him, buy him and Morales out. Yeah. And you're, then, not, you're not the one stroking the checks. No. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was brought up today. I was saw a conversation. There's a guy I follow on Twitter, Twitter named, uh, yeah, you like that? <laughs> uh, Gregor Chisholm, who works for MLB.com. And he was saying, what? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, I've been holding on to this for a while. There we go. Better late than never my cola for the, for the night. Hmm. I almost forgot. Cause I had it in my hand waiting for you to finish and I didn't do it. Then you just hmm. prompted me. Uh, what was I saying? Uh, oh, I was reading on Twitter. Gregor Chisholm had a conversation. He is an MLB.com writer. But what the Jays do when they're healthy? Because they got a couple of guys that are dead weight. One, well, the one is Kendris Morales. And but Tulo, Tulo. I still think Tulo can play. Just isn't been healthy. But let's let's okay. Hear me out here on this. That Kendris Morales. And Steve Pierce don't like their bats aren't good enough to justify them being on the roster yeah. and they can play they can't really it, play a it, position. No, yeah, exactly. So he brought up the idea of DFAing uh Kendrick Morales, designate for assignment. Yeah, no, I know. And like send him to triple A on a third I think he makes thirteen million dollars. But so his argument was like that's a tough pill to swallow. Like, are you gonna do that if you're the Jays? You owe the guy thirteen million dollars. Do you want like should he be in AAA? And my answer to that is, if he's not, if there's somebody else that makes five hundred thousand that is going to improve your team, yeah, get rid of the guy that makes thirteen million. Yeah, send him down. There's no point in having him. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think they can trade Pierce. I don't think Pierce's contract's too bad. No, yeah. I think he's got a decent bat. I just think like maybe like Kansas City could use him because they're terrible. Right? Steve Pierce, I actually think a team that actually would need him. Now, this might actually surprise you like a lot, but is the Yankees. Like, see, I don't see this trade happening for one reason. They're in the same division. But 
Like, if you really think about it. They got, okay, they got so, actually, you know, no, never mind. Naughty, no, no, no. You're not going there? No. No, okay. Um, But. Talk yourself out of it. Yeah, no. Okay. Pierce would look good on a team that needs, like, he can hit lefties well. Yeah. In my opinion, but. He's kind of a specialist. Yeah, yeah, he is one, he's a one-trick pony. Um, the other thing that I wanted to touch on. Randall Grichuk's been terrible, but I think he's gonna get. He's gonna be okay. He'll come around. I actually think he might be that guy that if the Jays make the postseason, he's gonna be that guy that like first game he plays, like he's gonna go three for three with like three like two like two doubles and a home run, and then he's like gonna play every other game like every game in the postseason, and he's gonna be he's gonna be batting like three hundred. He's gonna be. I think he's gonna come around. I think he's got twenty plus home run potential. I say he. If he like comes out of the little slump he's in right now, I say he could be like a two. Now he doesn't hit for average, that's the thing. But I say he could be like a two sixty-five, yeah. two seventy hitter, and then maybe hit like you said. Like I could even see him hitting like twenty-five to thirty home runs. Yeah, I would agree. Um, maybe the biggest for me. Well, Teoscar Hernandez and Luke Maley have been like, whoa, where these guys? Where did these guys come from? Maley. Maley was like if, under 200 average all year last year. If Maley, he, at one point, I went to a game and I looked at his average on the screen, 0.027. Yesterday, is, it was 476. Like. <laughs> He's on fire. Like, if he keeps this up. Like, you can't really trade him, but get rid of Martin. Yeah, well, Martin's, I don't know if he's done this year or he's got another year left. I don't know, but I, like if Maley keeps this up, you can staple Martin to the bench. And the good thing about Martin is he can play p- different positions. You know he went to third base yesterday when Maley, went, Maley came in to pinch hit. Then he yeah, that's catcher. The, there's a new rule about that, too, that you can't, um, if you put your DH for a position player, then you have to bring in your pitcher. Well, that's DH. not a new rule. That's something I just told you. No, that's a new rule. No, it's not. Since last... Okay, man. I'm, I'm, I'm an <laughs> It's okay. No, you're not an idiot. Don't yeah, talk to yourself like, like that. I can be who I want to be. You can be nicer to yourself. Oh. Okay. <laughs> what I was going to say was that Martin can... Martin can... Like, if Martin's on the bench, he can play third, he can play second. Yeah. Like he was supposed to be the second baseman for the Canadian. I think he was gonna play shortstop actually at the World Baseball Classic, and then they wouldn't. I think the Jays wouldn't let him. Or yeah, something. no, because he didn't want to get injured. Yeah, but at this point, like if Millie's the starting catcher, the if he's thing... gonna keep hitting like this, give him the ball, give him the ball, and run with it. Different sport, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. Okay. The other thing I wanted to mention was like Luke Maley's been awesome. Teoscar Hernandez is Bautista, one of my favorite players. Batista signed with the Braves. You didn't hear. That's cool. But no, yeah. what I was going to mention was I absolutely love Solarte. Oh. I love him. He's awesome. And I think he's the real deal. I think he's an everyday ball player, and I think he's going to be very good for this team. Even when Tula comes back, again, same thing as Martin. doesn't matter what how much money they make. If he's not going to hit the ball, Solarte plays every day. I think that Diaz, Diaz has also been a good pickup. I mentioned on the last podcast or the first one, don't remember, I I said one thing they did well this off season was setting up a good middle infield. Min, middle infield exactly, and they yeah, they've proven it. Diaz he's hitting for power. He's not really hitting for average right now. I think that'll come around, 
but he's probably a bench player when the team's healthy. He's a bench player, and he's that type of guy that, like, if you're going to... If you're, like... I don't know, like, really how you bring him into a game because he's not going to hit for average. So if you bring him in as a pinch hitter, you, like, he maybe, like, one in every ten at-bats, he's going to hit a bomb. But, like, other than that, like, he's more of a... Like, he's more of a fielder, and you can't really, like, unless it's for defensive purposes, which you bring in somebody off the bench that has power, and then you replace him with Diaz, which doesn't, which rarely happens. But, like, it's, like you don't really have a lot of people on the bench that can field, that, like, have a, that have really good fielding. So he's kind of that, like, odd man out type of guy. Yeah. That's, like, but he's still, like, he's, he's good. I think he can be good. Yeah, but on Solarte, like that dude's energy is awesome. Like he's <laughs> he's he's goofing off the whole time. I love it. Like, you see, just, like did you see him? He's smiling. He's clapping his hands. Him like, and they're playing the White Sox, and him and Lopez, uh, the pitcher, he was pitching for the White Sox. They were former teammates, and Lopez at that time had these certain pitches, and before that, he had a like a nasty changeup, and. So, so obviously Solarte didn't know, and oh, um, it was like uh, one two count, uh, yeah, one two count. Um, uh, Lopez throws this nasty changeup, like uh, makes Solarte look horrible. It swings out of his shoes, and Solarte <laughs> and Solarte looks at him, sticks his tongue out, and like, and, he, and you can read. You obviously can't hear him, but you can read his. Li- you can read his lips. Is like, like, where does that come from? Like. <laughs> It's awesome. I love that guy. Like he's like, so energetic, and he's and he's like, he he's kind of like he reminds me of like Adrian Beltre. Like he he doesn't let if he does something bad, he doesn't let it upset him. Like he still plays the game, and he like he loves the game like as it is. Like he's not there for the. Well, I mean, I guess he kind of is there for the money, but he he all at the end of the day, all he wanted does is really play ball. I'm not a baseball GM for a reason, but. If I was, Solarte would be getting a long-term deal right now. Let's get it done. You're, I love you. Let's get it done. See, I like this. If, if I was a GM, I'd sign guys to short-term contracts because Solarte, that's kind of like – that's like they could have easily – that's basically what they did with Morales. Like, you know what? Like, when he was on Kansas City, like, he was – that, no, that was a mistake. They were trying to replace Edwin. He was hitting bombs. He's not like, Edwin. I'll put no, it that no, way. No. He was hitting bombs, and it's like, okay, you're amazing. You're you're going to be our first baseman, and you're going to hit 35 home runs a year at least, and you're going to be our big-time slugger that's going to hit 280 because at that time, Smoke was horrible, which he's obviously done really well. But yeah. Smoke, and he was like, you're going to be our big bomber. You're going to hit absolute nukes, and <laughs> yeah. And then that obviously didn't work out. Uh, we should move on. Yeah. Um, yeah anything is... else you want to add on the Jays? No, not really. No. All All I need to say is they need a better pitching staff. But other than that, their season's been doing really no, well. They got a good pitching staff, man. They needed an extra starter. Okay. Um, playoffs so far. So. I will bring up my bracket. So we wanted to touch on like our the brackets that we predicted, and on the first episode we did brackets, but that was before the season ended. So Jack and I actually did new brackets on NHL.com. on NHL.com before uh, 
before the playoffs. So we're just gonna quickly recap that. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Love I love playoff hockey. Yeah, it's and mine the is best totally, time of the year. Mine is totally different. Um, I have so many new playoff predictions. Okay, I'll start. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tampa, New Jersey. I had New Jersey is because Tampa, their goaltender's been terrible in the second half of the season. Yeah. That's yeah. not looking good. Tampa's up three one, so I'm wrong on that. Boston, Toronto, tied one one in Game Four. Boston's up two one in the series. I had Boston taking that series because they're like the hottest team in the league, the second half of the season. Uh, Jack doesn't like that one very much, but I think Boston's going to come ahead on that. Washington and Columbus. Columbus is up two one in that series. I think Columbus is going to beat them. Sergei Bobrovsky is a phenomenal goaltender. He's on the screen right now as we're watching the Leafs <laughs> yeah. game. They flashed to Washington and Columbus quick, but. Uh, I Washington chokes every year, and I thought this was going to be the year for them. Um, I actually picked them to win that series, but I think Columbus is going to beat them now. I, like, um, the Capitals are going to yeah. choke again. Yeah. Um. So I was just about to log in, but I entered everything, and it says it, I don't have an account. So. Oh, okay. Which I do. You remember what you picked, though? Um. Yeah. So Tampa, New Jersey, who'd you have? Um. Okay. So when I looked at um the. St- the like the stats between the two teams. I'm like, oh my god, New Jersey's actually matches up so much better than them. Like they beat them in every single category, including special teams, except for um their power play and 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 average goals a game. And at first, I was like, okay, New Jersey might have a chance at winning this. And then I kind of thought, and then I kind of had second thoughts. I'm like. Yeah, but really, like, Tampa Bay is just so overpowered. Like, yeah. it's not even funny. Like, I mean, they were first in the East for... Well, no, I think Boston... Fin- who finished first in the East? Um, no, Tampa Oh, Tampa did, did yeah. Um, they were first in the East. They're, they're like, just, they ran away with it all yeah, year until the so end. They're just so overpowered. New Jersey actually beat them in all three games they faced in their regular season. But I didn't Tam- know that. Yeah, but um, Tampa Bay is just so overpowered, it's not even funny. So I, I, I had them taking that. Okay, Boston-Toronto, you obviously had Toronto. Yeah, I had Toronto taking it. Um, seven games. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a different one. Um, now originally I actually did think Boston would win just because like they're they were the hottest team in the league, and then again I kind of second thought myself and I'm like, yep, Toronto's offense is so good. I feel like I mean, as a Leafs fan, it's hard to go against them. Yeah, it's so close. When I was a Habs fan, it was always didn't matter who they're playing, Habs are gonna win. Yeah, I always. And I'm not even try. I I wasn't even being biased, in my opinion, when I said that no, Toronto was gonna win because I, like, yeah, I actually I think call. their offense is just so good. Like, and Boston's decor is actually not very strong. Boston dummied them in the first two games. Like, but McAvoy has a very bright future. But that's they have like one guy. Char is still good. Oh, big Z, what a big Z, what an animal. But um, yeah, I think like Toronto's offense is too good. Boston's. You still think Toronto wins that series? Yeah, I think Boston's still, even though Boston's up two to one. Toronto could tie tonight. Yeah, um, I think like Boston's defense is not that good. Toronto's offense is really good. Boston is more of a mixed lineup. I think it's gonna be extremely close. Every I don't even think there's gonna be one single blowout. Every goal, every game, I'd say, is at least two goals difference, or or like in the two goal difference range, like two goals or less. Less, so that's gonna be like really close. Quick hits here, uh, Washington, Columbus. Who'd you have? 
I had Washington winning um, this one. When I was doing the podcast, I actually did think Columbus was going to win. And then, kind of like the Tampa one with New Jersey, I kind of thought um, to myself, like... Why, it's just, why are we on the game? Sorry, yeah. the game changed to Columbus and yeah, no, Washington for no particular reason. So we're just going to pop over to Boston-Toronto. Um, anyway, you were saying. Uh, yeah, but like... Mm, like Washington, I think their playoff curse is gonna end, and then Alex Ovechkin. I feel like, like everybody says it's his fault that they haven't won a cup, but that's not. Well, true. It's not his fault no, at not all. Even close, and he like might he very well like go down as the best player in history to not win a Stanley Cup. Um, he's got a couple of years left. Yeah, he. I said he may, but I think yeah, Washington's like kind of like Tampa is just too overpowered. I don't think Columbus can take them. Yeah, and Braden Holpe, even though he has So you think Washington's going to win that series now? Yeah, even though Braden Holpe... I don't. I think that Columbus goes up 3-1 a night and shuts it down maybe in five. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. see. Um, Pittsburgh and Philly. Who'd you have? Um, Pittsburgh is... Pittsburgh's up 3-1 as we speak. Pittsburgh's blown them out in all three games that they've won. Pittsburgh. Philly's kind of that weird playoff team. Um... Yeah, Philly and New Jersey are like those weird playoff teams. I just, I see, uh, this is pretty obvious that Pittsburgh is going to beat Philly. Um, Philly, like, don't give me, like, they actually have a good, like, it, on paper, their lineup is actually good, but in my opinion, they they just, they just can't reach the potential that I think they can. And Pittsburgh, obviously, two, like, two Stanley Cups in a row defending Stanley Cup champions. They're, they're going to take, Probably this coming up game. The thing that gets me with Philly is, like, why have they gone to Brian Elliott in all four games? Why is He goal- sucks. Why is their goaltending so bad? That's Always. Permanently bad. They it's had they had Sergei Bobrovsky and they traded him, and he's won two Vesnas since. Yeah. How does that make any sense? Like, bizarre. Like, they're going to get Carey Price, and they're going to trade him for Roman Polak. <laughs> like... Okay, so you had Phil, or sorry, Pittsburgh in that series. Pittsburgh, I, yeah. I had said I would, I had picked Washington. I'm now saying Columbus is going to win, but for my bracket, I did say Washington. And in Philly, Pittsburgh, I had Pittsburgh. Um, and for the record, we won't go through the rest of the playoffs, but I did have Boston coming out of the Eastern Conference and playing in the finals. Hmm. Oh. Who'd you have going to the final? Tampa you Bay. had Tampa, right? And I, I and I had picked uh, New Jersey to beat them in the first round. Bad pick by me because they're down three one and I don't see them coming back. Tampa probably goes to the throat yeah, in game like, five. Like you look at the stats and like this team, like this is surprising. Like they're gonna win, but at the end of the day, like some teams are just so overpowered. Like no team can really compete with them. And yeah. Playoffs is another. Playoffs is basically another season. Yeah. Like it's whole different. Like. Every year there's always those maybe okay. Every year there's always those like. 10 or 11 teams that you know are always going to make it. They're really good. And there's those, those like, five teams or maybe four, th- three or four teams that surprise you. Like, this year is probably definitely New Jersey. Philly, eh, they've been there before, but they're they're kind of out looking in. Um, and then even if, like, I'm just going to jump over to baseball here, but um, this year I think – like as talking about a surprise team, I think leading in their um, 
the first in their division right now, I think the Twins are actually going to be a surprise team. That'd be cool. Yeah. I like that when teams come out of nowhere. Yeah. I feel like that might be the Jays this year. They, that that might come out of nowhere. Like, it's a long season. Things, things could go wrong in a hurry, but yeah. they look good right now. Yeah. Okay, so let's go to the Western Conference. Uh, Nashville, Colorado. I had Nashville. You had? I had Nashville. Originally, I said um, there was going to be no sweeps for me. Yeah, Nashville is going to sweep them. They're just so overpowered. Nashville's up 3-1, I think, yeah, as so, we speak. So that, yeah, that sweep didn't happen, but yeah. I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised that, like, Avalanche decide, somehow won that game. They have a bizarrely good team. Like, all of a sudden, like, they look like trash now. Like, McKinnon turned into an MVP candidate. Like, they need a better goalie. Yep, I would agree with that. They, but they're 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 coming. I think they're going to yeah. be a good team. Okay, so uh, we both had Nashville there. What else? Uh, Winnipeg, Minnesota. I had picked this as my only sweep of the yeah, entire that, playoffs. That I had Winnipeg. No, Winnipeg's up three one right now. Do they yeah. play tonight? Um, no, they play tomorrow. Okay. Um, but Winnipeg, yeah, no, Winnipeg didn't sweep. Winnipeg um, probably takes seven five. You yeah. had Winnipeg too. Um, I yeah, I had Winnipeg. The, their offense is so good. I love them. Oh, team. they're so good. I love them. Like, yes, I if I could pick, I feel like if I could pick any team, the NHL starting over, and they, there's going to be 31 GM openings, and I'm and I have first choice of any team in the league. This is a bizarre scenario, but any team in the league, I would like to have the Winnipeg Jets. They are they're going to be so good. Yeah, and, for and a long time. The funny thing, their team's so good right now, but they have such a bright future. And they're young. Their, their average age is like twenty five, on their team. Yeah, they're they're going to be good. Okay, so Vegas and L A. I had Vegas in six. I had Vegas as well. And Vegas know. swept L A. already. They're yeah. the only team right now. And this no San Jose won last night. This swept Anaheim, but uh, Vegas yeah, that, was the first that team was, that actually surprised me. San Jose sweeping Anaheim. Yeah. So, but on Vegas and L A. Yeah. They swept L.A. L.A. scored three goals in the series. That, yeah, that's just... Marc-Andre, like, Marc-Andre Fleury is carrying them. Vegas is not the team that I picked to go all the way, but... It could very well happen. You don't know how bad I want them to. Oh, man. I, I love their team, but I don't want them to. Like, I don't like, I don't like an expansion team winning the Cup. That's year. the best story in sports history if they win the Cup. An expansion franchise, picked a bunch of nobodies that nobody wanted. Well, they wanted them, but it was like their sixth or seventh best player from every team, and they might win the cup. That's insane. Anyway, we both picked Vegas, and then Anaheim, San Jose. I actually picked Anaheim, and that was brutal because they get swept by San Jose. What yeah, did you say? Um, I said San Jose. Who did you have going to the final in the West? Nashville versus Tampa Bay in the finals, and I have Nashville winning the cup. Yeah, I had Nashville going all the way to the Stanley Cup final. They were going to beat Boston. Boston. Yeah, I had Boston in the East. I already told you that. Okay. okay. Talked about that five minutes ago. Uh. Okay. Yeah. So Boston and Nashville in the final. And Nashville taking the cup. However, I am a massive Winnipeg Jets fan, as I just made clear. I would have no problem if Winnipeg beat Nashville. Happy as a clam. Whatever happens in the West in the next round is going to be fascinating. Nashville and Winnipeg, most likely. Yeah, in the West. That's going to be an incredible series. Yeah. Like, that's basically Stanley Cup final. Those are the two best teams in the league as far as I'm concerned. I'd say so. And then, um, 
Vegas is going to take San Jose, and I, I that love very Vegas. well could be a sweep. Exactly, Vegas like, goes to the goes it, to the conference final undefeated. Like, like when you see a second round and a, and a team get sweeped, like yeah. second round, like it's happened like what two times, like almost ever in like the Stanley Cup Finals. To get swept. Yeah. There was a few years when I was younger, like I was your age. It happened like every year. Washington got swept one year. Uh, Florida. There's Florida and Colorado. Florida got swept. Hmm. Washington got swept by Detroit, I think. It was like two or three or four years in a row, something like that, where it was a sweep in the final every year. That hasn't happened in a long time. It was like early. It was like in that late 90s, early 2000s, somewhere around there. The Washington-Detroit was... In ninety seven. Oh, that Marion Hosa. No, that was no, later. That was, that that was, was later. later. That was in like mid two thousands. That was funny. Um, but yeah, Washington gets swept, and then Florida gets swept in ninety six, ninety five. Detroit won, I think. Yeah. And then they won again in ninety seven and ninety eight. Detroit was so good. Um, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, Vegas, man. I, I would have no problem. Like I love Nashville, I love PK Subban. I've made that abundantly clear. But if Winnipeg moved on, cool with it. And if Vegas beat Winnipeg or Nashville, then went to the final, totally okay with that. I love all those three teams. There, I, I just love them. Anything else on that? No, that. No, I see Nashville. In the okay, you wanted this to be a shorter podcast. You're not getting a shorter podcast. Oh. We're already at an hour. When I edit it down, it won't be an hour, yeah, but right now we're at an hour. Okay. Uh, the last part, we're going to do the player comparisons yeah. we do every episode. I'm just going to do three quick ones yeah, tonight. Yeah, he didn't actually have them set before. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just made them up now, and I I think my dog's going crazy now. Anyway, we're trying to make this a little looser. I left the door open tonight and kind of left, you know. Yeah. Background noise is cool. Doesn't bother me yeah. any. We we have the set automatically too. That, yeah. So they bark at a certain time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we'll go through the three player comparisons. Then we'll watch the second period of the Leafs game. Yeah. Uh, first one. These two guys are going against each other. They're actually playing the game we're watching right now. Oh. Would you rather? I feel like I already know the answer to this one. But I'm just interested to hear what you think. Rick Nash or Patrick Marlowe? That's. Oh, that's a. It's kind of a weird. Kind of like same player style too. Similar, yeah. Nash a little bigger, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think, in my opinion... But, uh, Nash isn't kinda, quite as old, but he's old. Yeah. I'd say they're kind of dead even, but I say Nash is a little more intimidating. So, like, he is intimidating to other people. So I say Nash is... a little better. You go with, you go with Nash. I, I thought you go with Marilotis because you're a Leafs fan. No, yeah. I'd say Nash... He has that long reach too, which probably plays. I feel like I think Nash. Don't quote me on this, but I even though I'm recording it, it's going to be in a podcast. Yeah, I feel like Nash has been playing lower in the lineup in Boston, like yeah, third, line, third line, and he's actually fit in really well there. This is the funny thing is because Marlow in the future is probably not about the same role, and he's getting really old, going to retire soon. But he's right now. He's so two more years left yeah, on the he's deal. Staying around for the money right now. Yeah. But um, this is going back like first podcast they traded Nash for Spooner and like a billion other people 
Yeah, it was the a bad. Got... It seemed like a bad trade, but Nash has been really yeah. good fit in Boston. Yeah, I know. It probably doesn't look good in a year or two when Spooner's, you know, a top six forward yeah. in, in New York, and they got a prospect or two out of that too, or a draft pick. So they, yeah, not, they get a haul on that deal. They out of everything on the trade deadline, they're going to be so good in a, in like ten years. Well, the rumor is they're going to sign Koval, Kovalchuk. He's coming yeah. over. Okay, so I would, yeah, I'd go with Nash on that too. I thought you were going to go the other way yeah. on that because it's Marloza Leaf. No, yeah, I, I say Nash. I say Nash. He's fit in really well. I, you know, Marlowe's yeah. really overpaid for a third line player because that's what he is in Toronto. Oh my God, he's over. Like, yeah, he's yeah. It's not. It's not pretty. It's not Nash pretty. will probably or Nash probably comes back next year on a on a. And the, they're talking about he's going back to New York too. That's like a back pocket deal. Is already done. Already done. Um. This. This is um. Another um, um, funny thing is Marlowe is the highest paid player on the Leafs besides Mike Babcock, who's the <laughs> coach, and he's making the most money on the team. Yeah. But Marlowe's, um has the most is making the most money on the team, and he's a third line player. Which obviously, like Matthew Soon and Nylander, and Mar- like they're a young teams, so they have a lot of guys on like their um, NHL le- entry level contracts. And they're gonna make loads of money, but like the funny, like right now, they're Marlowe, a third line player, is is making the most money on the team. He's getting paid for his experience. And Mike Babcock is making more than anybody on the team, and he's a coach. Yeah, he's making like seven mil. Anyway, um, second one, William Carlson or Sean Couturier? Hmm. William Carlson. No hesitation on that. No, I. So I thought that one was interesting because t- those guys were two of the three finalists for the Selkie Trophies, yeah, the best yeah. defensive forward yeah, we in the league. we were talking about that a couple minutes ago. Couturier had a breakout year. He was nearly a point per game. Maybe a better um, team player. Carlson's had an even more of a breakout year. He had 40, six goals last year. He had 43. 43. Sean Couturier, I think he's just better. Um, he's more of a team player. and like Even with Philly, they have... Um, like they have Simmons, who I guess you could say is kind of a team player, but more of a scorer. Same with Giroux. They're, like they're kind of team players, so it's like, and they don't get the most goals, and then, so they kind of have a lot of that. But then with like Vegas, like they have a lot of team players, and they don't have the most. Like James Neal, he's supposed who's supposed to be probably the second best player on the team, and hasn't done as good. Yeah. But he's, I mean, he's still done good. But like, um, but I just think William Carlson, like forty three goals, like. That's seven goals away from a fifty goal season. At the beginning of the year, if you were to put him on any other, and just the breakout like that he's had, like if you were to put him on any other, if you were to put him on the Leafs at the beginning of the year, he wouldn't even make the team. He would not even make the team. Yeah, maybe not. That's a good point. I would probably. Well, I don't know. I'm torn on this one because Couturier is a good player. He's a known defensive commodity. He had a breakout year. Yeah, offensively. He, he's kind of a def, uh, a little bit of like I said, team player. Like. He scores yeah. goals, but he's a defensive player too. Like, well, Carlson, just looking it up here. Last time I checked, he had like a twenty percent shooting percentage. His shooting percentage this year was twenty three point four percent. The cool. odds of him repeating that are next to nil. An average shooting percentage is around ten. I just think this year, even though he had forty three goals, and that's amazing, is very impressive. I don't think he's going to repeat it. Yeah, he kind of goes back down to that ten percent next year. I feel like. It, this you would almost think with a, an expansion team, it's vice versa. But I feel like 
Vegas this year is going to be like, this is like their one chance. And then after that, like, they have some good future guys, but their core right now is going to go by. Like, David Perron, I actually think, is a guy the Leafs should sign. Um, but yeah, He's a free agent, I think. Yeah, he is. That's why I'm saying. Like, him, yeah. Neil, Carlson is also a free agent. They're all gone. Their core is going to be gone. Neil's a free agent. I don't think Carlson is. Mm-hmm. No, Neil. Not, sorry, not not next year, the year after Neil's okay. a free agent. Um, but... Um, like their core is gonna fall apart, but like I don't think Carlson may have like a twenty goal or twenty twenty five goal season, but not not that again probably. Yeah. Okay, so I think we're yeah I don't I'm torn on that one. Probably go Carlson is because he really lit it up. I really like that. I like guys that score. Get a big <laughs> year. I'm going Carlson too. Last one, and this is for the goalie. Two goalies for the goalie. This might be a, a silly one, but I'm going to ask anyway. A couple of Russians. Sergei Bobrovsky or Andrei Vasilevsky? And it's tough. But this might, maybe not even a fair comparison, to be honest. Bobrovsky is an established really veteran. Tough. But he's an established veteran. He's won two Veznas. But Vasilevsky had a pretty good year, really tailed off at the end, but he was really good at the first of the year. He's, he's, he's going to be a really good number one goaltender for a while. He's also only 23 years old. Lots of mo- yeah. room to grow there. Um, he's big. Bobrovsky's like 6'2", I think. Uh, Vasilevsky's 6'6". He's, I think he's 6'6". Six, six. Six. I'm pretty sure he's 6'6". Six, six. I'm going to look it up. No, uh, I'd take... Um, yeah, you know what? Even though Vasilevsky's tailed off, I'm going to take Vask just because... Like like you said, he's young, so he has room to grow. Okay, he had one bad half year. Like I think he's still can, he he still can be an elite. Sorry, person. I misspoke on that. He's six three. He just looks huge. Hmm. He's six um, three. Okay, yeah, no, um, no, yeah, he's room to grow. And then like Sergey Bobrovsky is consistent, but he just. He, he can't reach the same level that Vasilevsky can. If When Vasilevsky's on his game, he'll get 40 shots a game. Bobrovsky won two Veznas. Okay. <laughs> listen, I'm talking okay. when Vasilevsky's like on his game. When he's on his game, he gives up one goal on like 40 shots. Yeah. He's that good. So you're taking Vasilevsky? I'm taking Vasilevsky. I'm taking Bobrovsky. Okay, why? Because he's so good. I was watching overtime. They lost in overtime the other night, watching it back in the series. But I just watched like five minutes of overtime, and Bobrovsky was so locked in. What's he doing right here? They're showing, it looks like Van, Washington just scored, showed a replay. He didn't look locked in there. but <laughs> He was so locked in in overtime, he looked unbeatable. And then it was just a freak play, uh, like a shot, like I think bounced off him, and then hit Lars Eller, bounced off a defenseman, and went in the net. That was the game-winning goal. And like, you couldn't do That's anything horrible. about it. No. Yeah. So, I just, he's, man, when he's on his game, I just think no one's ever going to score on him. I mean, he's consistent, but he can't reach the same level as Vasilevsky. So. Two Veznas. Okay. He's 2 nothing on Veznas against Vasilevsky right now. That stat doesn't However, matter. Vasilevsky did get a nomination this year, and Bobrovsky did not. Mm-hmm. That's exactly okay. what happened. That's fair. Yeah. I'd, I'd still like Bobrovsky. My favorite thing has already been mentioned is that the Philadelphia Flyers are permanently horrible at goaltending, and he played for them, had a bad year. They flipped him for a second-round draft pick and two-fourths, and then he won a Vesna. Oh, oh Bob Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. Yeah. Hmm. And they got 
I forget who they got in the draft picks. But the point is, is that you don't trade a Vesna Trophy candidate for those pit draft picks. It's a bad trade. Vesna Trophy candidate, there's one right there. Your boy Connor Hellebach on the commercial. All right, that's all I had for this podcast. Anything you want to add? Um, no, not really. That was good. It's kind of getting kind of weird in here. I forgot to turn the lights on before we started, and yeah. uh, we in an hour and thirteen minutes, it's gotten dark. Yeah. So we're sitting in the dark right now. Uh, the TV's on. Second period's coming up for the Leafs and the Bruins. So let's watch that. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I, that was your boys, Jack and Justin. Your boys. Uh, we'll check in with you soon. I don't know when. Probably take a couple of more weeks. We'll check in the second round of the playoffs, kind of do that over again. Just yeah. kind of chat about what we've been watching in the playoffs. Probably another check-in on the Jays. We'll see. We do we do whatever we want. Yeah. You can listen to it or you don't. You don't have to. But you should. You should. If you're intelligent, you will. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.